0: How are you? I'm fine. I am ecstatic and happy. Glad to be here. Awesome. Great. Welcome to the test Zone. Can tell your story better than you than me. You can tell your story. Okay. <laughs> yes, right, ma'am. Yes. Yes. So
1: thank you, Tess, for having me on. Um, uh, I'm a speaker, author, an entrepreneur for over uh, 23 plus years. I uh, mm-hmm. collaborate. I love connecting and forming relationships, uh, building things together with other people. Um, I am a author, visionary author times two. This is my fourth book project, Make It Happen. It's my new project that's coming out. Uh, I've been in the healthcare field for over 30 plus years. I've owned my own, my own company, PRN Home Care as well, uh, for over 23 years here in Biloxi, Mississippi, um. I am uh, the co founder and director of Success Women's Conference. Uh, we're in our sixth year. We've had over 1,000 people present uh, in the last couple of years. And this year we're going bigger and better October the 5th through the 11th. Uh, we will have, uh, we're going international. That's, that's the whole thing. We have keynote doctors. J. R. T. Frazier Forbes, Riley Sharon Lecter, uh, Doctor um, Sonia Strivelin, uh, Doctor Cheryl uh, Wood, and Doctor Sherry uh, Good—all those people and more that are coming as well—and of course we'll have Miss Tess Pins as well. Uh, so I'm we're excited. Ex- <laughs> yes, and we're ecstatic about. Uh, was coming October the 5th through the 7th. That's right, it is seven days, but it's gonna be seven days of powerful presentations and platforms and, uh, I mean, and panel discussions. In addition, we'll also have masterminds and intimate moments with some of our speakers. You won't want to miss it. So uh, write that down, successconference.info. I'll talk about it more as we get into discussion, so so I am I'm I'm a I'm a coach. Uh, I coach. I teach people how to create their own profitable events. I'm all about not having a big party. At the end of the day, you need to be making some money, and you need to know how to put butts in the seat. And that's why they call okay. me the butts in the seat point.
0: So okay. happy to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, Karen, tell—can you tell the audience um, what is the key to you being successful? I
1: well, I, there's a few things that uh, assist me in being successful, uh, and I can honestly say, just like everybody else, I've had peaks and valleys uh, in everything I do. So, everything ain't always peaches and cream. Uh, okay. <laughs> but okay. Is, at the end of the day, it's what you make of it. Um, we, I've started, uh, like I said, I've been doing my home care business for over 23 years. Uh, we've seen uh, extreme highs, and with all the things that have happened with uh, Hurricane Katrina and um, uh, the BP Allsville, uh oh, COVID wow. uh, all these things you know the market and things like that all affect your ability to be successful in what you do it's how you respond to it it's how you're able to survive and not just survive but thrive under pressure mm-hmm. I'm really good at living under pressure I'll, I'll, I'll I don't know. People know that I probably do my best work when I'm under the gun, right? Uh, right. But that being said, when you're in business, you wanna you wanna plan your stuff out. So I've learned during the time that I've been uh, doing events and uh, doing uh, home care business is that you have to sometimes sit down and make a plan. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, in the beginning I was a feet first person. Let's just go get it done. When we started. When we started Success Women's Conference, uh, we were sitting in a meeting talking about how women on the coast were just desperately looking for something, and it wasn't just another meeting. They wanted something that would fill them up, something that would, you know, they would leave uh, feeling full, right? And so, right. Uh, and that's what not happening. You weren't getting that in the standard, uh, chamber meetings, women connecting meetings, all that stuff. So we, uh, when we were talking, uh, my partner and I was like, well, what can we do different? You know, what? Well, let's, you know, let's do this conference. So within six to nine months, we put together a conference that drew in over um, 540 people the first year. Oh, wow! And so, oh, wow. Um, but each year when we finished, we had to sit down uh, and, um, and reassess what was happening every year. Every year we had to look at what didn't work and what was working. So you mm. can't just say, okay, well, we're just going to go and, uh, and just do what we did last year. Well, if, it want, if it didn't work last year, you can't do the same thing. You have to assess your, where you are. And then you have to assess and make sure that you're doing something that people want in the first place. I find a lot of people they they create something and they don't even see if that's what the market is looking for.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So therefore, you may be creating a business and not even and nobody really wants it. So before you do something, at least check around. Now I'm not saying um, get stuck in the analysis because that's where I find a lot of people, or uh, uh, a lot of people uh, get stuck there. Particularly women, we like to overanalyze stuff. We like to uh, think about it two or three times. I I used the example I was sitting at a uh, conference, successful women's conference. And uh, Dr. Sherwood was our keynote that year. And the Mm -hmm. women just got all excited about, you know, what she was pouring into them. And, you know, they were talking about all the things they could do now and they could do it. And so I was sitting in this group and one lady said, well, you know, you know, Cheryl, I've been thinking of I've been thinking about this for the last 10 years. Did she say 10 years? I've been thinking about it for ten years. I'm like, wait a minute. I hate Cheryl. I can answer. I, I can mm-hmm. take this one. So my answer was this: You've been sitting on this for ten years. The answer is just do it. Right. Sometimes you need to just take the leap. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the reason why people aren't successful. Is because God has given you something. He's shown you the path, but yet yes. you still say, is this the right time? Do I have enough money? You yes. know, uh, who's going to help me? All this stuff. The right time to do anything is now.
0: Yes. Do, you, do you
1: need you, you don't need a million dollars to pull a business together? You don't. You know, the reason why the bank turn you down is because they know if you're not invested in it, why are they gonna invest in it? Right? Well we know the they absolutely we have other reasons. Other reasons why they turn us down as well. But let's face it, one of the things for sure is if you don't believe enough to do it, why should they believe in you to do it? So you got to actually take the leap. That is probably why I feel like I've been, uh, my husband and I in our business, we've been successful because we're like, okay, well, let's try it. In, in 1999, while running my home care business, we started adult daycare, right? Mm. We had to start okay. from scratch. We got a building, we rented it, and did all the stuff, got contracts for uh, somebody to help us uh, get our clients here if they needed transportation in. We did all of that. We hired people, you know, et cetera. And um, at the end of the day, it was a great program. It was successful for that time. But the other thing you have to know know, uh, when is to quit, to know when to quit. We found to the day, I was like, it's time to move on. This, This is not... As profitable as it needs to be, so let's move on to something else. And that—that's the other thing. You got to know when to move on. You got to know when it's costing you more money than you're really taking in. Maybe you're taking in money and making money, but are you really making enough money for it to be worth your time? So time is is critical and valuable. So always assess to see if you're really making money at what you're doing. So
0: basically you're telling our audience they need to know when to fold. I mean yeah. bottom line things you're not gonna be up all the time in business. You gotta take the good with the bad and you gotta know when to fold. So you guys started your business and it was good when it was going and then when things weren't going as well as it should and you weren't profitable in your business, you knew when to shut it down and move on to the next thing.
1: That's right. That, that is correct. Yeah, what I found, Tess, is that particular business was draining our other business. So, the other business, mm-hmm. our home care business, which we, like I said, we've been doing for 23 years, it was successful and it drove, it's driven most everything that I do. But okay. when I find it, you know, don't, you can't be afraid. To add another stream of income, right? Yeah. So that moves absolutely risk that, and so when you add that other stream of income, yeah, if that stream does, you put a toddler in, it, put a goal on it, make goals, mm-hmm. and if it, it continues to to drain you, don't let it sink you. I've seen people where they just let it go too long, and they lose their main business and the new business. You can't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. It must make money. If if it's not making, if it's not, if it don't make money, it don't make sense. Let it go.
0: If it don't make money, it don't make sense. I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's good. So, Karen, tell me some of the other things that you got. I know you're a busy person, but I want to hear about um, more about the Success Women's Conference.
1: And uh, mm-hmm. some of the other things that you're doing. Yeah, well, you know I'm doing a lot of stuff. So, I, so this year, uh, um, uh, last year after success, and success is in its sixth year, uh, I decided I wanted to do uh, some different things because I really like collaborating with other people, right? Mm-hmm. And so I also realized even last year. That I needed to increase my own visibility, me myself, right? Because okay. as a person, every person is a brand. You're a brand. People listening online, their brand. Now, how you have that brand be presented is up to you. And if you want to keep it dormant and off to the side, you can do that. But you're not doing yourself any justice. All uh, right, so. I decided I'm going to do that. And two things that I did was I introduced um, uh, Power Up Summit. So with with the Power Up Summit that we did in July, pre prior to that, we had Level Up Your Visibility and Profitability. We also had a summit on domestic violence, uh, uh, surviving and thriving. And then we also had one on mental health. You know some of the things that are really current right now. You know, I was just talking to one of the other directors, and I was telling her, uh, and you may not have heard this, but somebody, um, and I think it was a young person, went on Facebook and uh, and blew their brains out live on air. This is in the last few days, right? Oh my! And so, oh my. Um, yeah, and they were from Mississippi you know so for me it's like just the fact that somebody was doing that just you know it sits in your soul like why you know how could we have helped that person you know who who could have helped that person it's not their fault but what can you do differently and so right. in addition to that I was on um, TikTok last night just I just tapped in to see what was going on you know it's not a platform. I'm still learning it, but I, you know, I've been following some people. So I just checked in last night and um, listening to this young lady who's doing some amazing stuff, uh, given to uh, the people in Lake Charles who just got hit by um, Hurricane Laura. And somebody on the line said, "I, I am tired." And I am ready. I'm just ready to end it all. And we were like, "What?" I'm like, "I don't even know these people. Who is this person saying they want to take their life?" You know. And so everybody panicked. And it's like you're in in that moment. You're like, "What do you say that doesn't you know make the situation worse?" And what do you say to help that person get through this? And not just get through it, but come out of it on the other side thriving, knowing that there are people that care about you. So
2: right.
1: so early this year, I felt like I needed to do some events that tap into those type of subjects. So that's why I did the um, the mental health and the domestic violence. And of course, because Success has such a big platform, we definitely want to... Um, address both of those issues and other current um, topics that are really uh, sitting in people's mind today and, and somebody needs to at least be a voice for it. So um, so I did that, and then I I also had, and God dropped this in my my spirit to offer this uh, to everybody, I also did um, Trailblazers Who lead. And I often tell people, I'm not a writer by nature. I just know what I feel should be a part of a book project. And Trailblazers, who lead, um, was the first time that I uh, decided to lead a project. There was 29 total of us. Tess, of course, you were one of those.
0: Yeah, it and, was awesome. Um, I enjoyed every second.
1: Yes. And I... I I did too. You know, me as the project, as the person, you know, bringing it to everybody, it was beyond what I even imagined it being, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, projects. I've been a part of other book projects where you get a graphic and you get to submit your chapter and you get to say you're part of the book. Well, mm-hmm. that's not what I wanted for people that are part of my book project, so What I've done is I wanted to create an experience which is what my book projects will be about from this point on. Um, I wanted to make sure that my people were seen, thus all the graphics, uh, the woman of the day campaign that we did, the podcast interviews. Some of my people like you had shows and I'm like, hey, let's get some of these people on your show. Let's let's get people tuned into your show so people know right that you're here and they can hear the trailblazers too uh i wanted to make sure that we hit number 1 uh so our project manager was great in getting that done uh we had um videos trail uh, book trailers that were done we had a couple of those put out as well uh it's just been one thing we had uh Todd Miles and Dr. Sherwood come in and uh, do some coaching sessions. And from that, many of my trailblazers decided I need to uh, either up my coaching program or start a coaching program. And so many have done it. Yeah. So for me, my new book, my new book project is Make It Happen. And so uh, I I know yeah, thank you. I just I feel like Tess, there are people like you, people like you that are doing amazing things. I I told you before, hats off to all the things that you are doing. Uh, I know last year you had come to be a part of success, and unfortunately, all that all the things happened with the storm. But I always say God has a plan for us, and yes, He um, does. And sometimes that plan, we can't see it, but he knows the plan. Mm
0: -hmm. And so it Mm -hmm.
1: comes in a different way. And so that being said, uh, I am thrilled to bring people such as yourself uh, things that are doing things, that are making things happen. If they aren't making it happen, now they've done things in the past where, you know, they, they thought it out and they saw a need and they did it. And they and they just did what it they did what they need to do to make it happen. So um, it's something that I just feel like all of us have done something, and I feel like uh, book projects, book anthologies allow people to share their story because yes. their story is not for them. Their story is. for for someone else. Someone yes, else absolutely. needs to hear what you have gone through. Somebody else needs to hear what you're doing. God wants testimonies, and I'm like, the time is now. He has given us a time that we can create and um, and create different things. So so I'm happy right now I'm looking for 30, 30 people to be a, a part of the new book project that I'm doing. I'm um, having... Uh, a lot of fun doing these things, and I want to make sure that not only you see me being visible, I'm going to make sure everybody else becomes visible as well or at least increase yeah. their
0: visibility. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you're uh, you're the king at making that happen, the queen, I mean, because you are a perfect example, Kern, as a true leader. And I want to say out to the audience that, me being a part of the Trailblazers who lead made a huge difference in my shift. And I want to thank you for being who you are. You are such an extraordinary person in every way. My question to you now is, what makes you pour into other people so much?
1: I I, I to be honest, Tess. I love seeing people smile. I've just always been that person. Uh, I'm a giver. I'm a giver by nature. And so um, sometimes I find myself thinking, well, you might want to step back sometimes. But uh, I enjoy watching other people's success, you know, and I feel like, you know, God has given us gifts and talent, and it's meant to shine, and many of us, um, sometimes we need a little help to bring those gifts to fruition, and so in order to do that, sometimes you need somebody who's either already been there, or or can connect you to somebody, so you can get there, so being a person who loves to connect with other people, that's just what I, I it's just a it's just something I enjoy doing. I love connecting. I love building relationships, and I really enjoy building collaboration. And so, and and from those, I'm able to 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 help other people. Um, it's just that the you hear people the the or well, the Bible says that You reap what you sow, and it, and uh-huh. it's definitely my favorite quote. Uh, but I believe that when you give and pour into somebody else, your blessings are always around the corner. I don't do it because I want to get something from it. I do it because I enjoy doing it, you know. I enjoy seeing others be successful. I don't have to, some people have the mindset, you know, get yours uh, before somebody else gets theirs. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's just not me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, right. you know, I can watch somebody succeed and enjoy it from the sideline. You know, uh, I don't have to be on the front. I don't have to be acknowledged. I am just like that person. Really deserves the opportunity to be successful as well. So I that's why I create platforms. You see me creating events. Yeah, we don't we can't do a lot of in person right now. But guess what? Virtual just opened up the door bigger for me to create even more platforms. Uh, yeah, just absolutely. Yeah, so I enjoy it. At the end of the day, I enjoy it. Um, I, I enjoy um, just the opportunity to help somebody else.
0: That's great. That's awesome. So you, I noticed that you have this phrase that you all just I see, and a lot of your your advertisements. And uh, you say butts in the seat. You're the queen of butts in the seat. Tell our audience, what does that mean? So the one thing that
1: I have uh, spent um, many years doing, and I've started, I've been doing events for over 15 years. And um, success is not my first rodeo, and it won't be my last. Um, I had events before success where um, right conference resource information planning for the elderly. We had over 600 people every year at that. Uh, Blessed Girls Rock, which is uh, me supporting and bringing to life my uh, first lady's vision for recognizing women. Uh, and we always had over around about 450, but that was because um one of the things that I do is I, I, I create a um, – I'm, I'm good at marketing and creating campaigns to get people to attend your event. There, there's a lot of moving parts that you need to do in order to make sure people see your event and join your event. So even more so in the virtual world. So I've been great at it. Um, in 2000, uh, 2018, uh, when Lisa Nichols came, uh, I often say Lisa Nichols and Robin Roberts. Uh, initially, it's like, well, Lisa Nichols is going to bring in all these people. Well, yeah, you can bank on that, but it, it's, it. she brings in a lot. But you, I wanted more. I wanted more than what her name was you. And so that year... Uh, the team and I and everybody did a lot of publicity. We knew what we were doing to get the information out. We actually sold out before we knew we sold out. Uh, oh we, actually, we were, we were projected 700 people, max 900. We wound up with over 1,000 plus people uh, at that wow. event that year. It was amazing. It was amazing. We went from I think the year before we were right around, hovering close to uh, close to seven hundred. To the next year, we jumped all the way through uh, about eleven hundred people plus that year. That was the year you came down. And yeah, that was what. Well. Yeah, yeah. That, that year was,
0: was that was awesome. <laughs> right. I mean, right. It and, was. It was. You know. It was. It was inviting. I want to cut you off, but. I'm listening to mm-hmm. you talk about it and I could I could feel like it was yesterday. Because yes. I was sitting in the audience at that conference and I was going like mm-hmm. this is what I needed in my life. This is what every woman needs to see and hear and see all these amazing speakers. So mm-hmm. gosh, I mean Success Women's Conference made a difference in so many people's lives. And that was mine and especially. Yes.
1: Yeah, it wow. really, it really does, and I don't say it bragging. I say it because I literally, that was a, that was a change in energy. Um, yeah. When Cheryl came, you could see it, and when Lisa was there, you could almost feel it. It was just yeah. that powerful. And so powerful. each year we, yeah, it really, it really is. We've had. So many people say they started business, they extended their business, they expanded their business, started a new business. Uh, uh, One of the ladies that joined me on Power Up, she's a nurse. She said, I quit my job and I started two new businesses. And I'm like, oh, Oh my, that is jumping out on faith. And I'm going to tell everybody, everybody online, this is your year to create. This is your year. You're not going to find another time in in life where God actually has show, showing us that now you have time to create that dream business that you've been thinking about, create that other multiple stream of revenue that you've been uh-huh. thinking about, that side hustle. Yeah, you uh-huh. even while you're working now, you have more time to, to, to catch up with your family. But you definitely need to create another stream of income. If you have a business, create another one. If you don't have a digital presence, a digital business, you need to get a digital business. This Mm -hmm. is a movement that is not going to go away. This digital stuff that you're seeing right now, it is here to stay. And so you have to change with the time. I'm as telling people You know, I've been saying it and saying it. The time is now. If you're sitting on an idea, move on. it. God didn't put these seeds inside of us so that we sit up here and just wait to the perfect time. That's not what he gave those seeds in us to do. You all have gifts. Those gifts are seeds, seeds of talent that you Uh should be moving on. Some of you don't even know they're there because you're so busy making somebody else rich that you haven't taken time to look at what you have to make yourself rich. And, I, you know, rich is not always, a, you know, I'm a billionaire and all that kind of stuff. But, look, you can make money off your talent, And it yeah. is the time to do it. We, we're not able to travel as much as we used to. We're not able to go and hang out and movies and all that stuff as much as we used to. And so, therefore, you have time to create something that makes money for you. That's how you're going to survive. That's how you're going to get through COVID. That's how you're going to make it on the other side better than you were before you came into COVID. you got to use those seeds that are in you right now. Walk in your gifts. Don't let fear yeah. hold you anymore.
0: Fear, is
1: yeah. yes, fear can be living, okay? It's fear can be of like course. a person. But it's time to walk through it. It's time to walk in faith and use what God has given you to, to make money.
0: It's time. It is time. Yeah. So there's no reason. Uh-uh. There's no reason. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well said. Now, mm-hmm. would you have different projects and that you've been involved in in creating all these uh, extraordinary things in your life? How do you balance your personal life and your professional life?
1: So I had to start doing this, and, you know, Tess, um, it came about probably not the way I would want it to come about. But uh, in 2009, I was diagnosed with pulmonary hypertension. And pulmonary hypertension is a breathing disorder. It, it happened because I had multiple blood clots in my lungs that cut off the oxygen from my blood to my heart. Um, oh, wow. and So uh, it, 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 it has, over time, truly slowed me down. Uh, to To start to realize I have to find balance. And uh, I have to figure out, you know, in my workload, how do I make that balance occur? So on certain days of the week, like Mondays and Fridays, I treat them as half days, where I, I may spend a half a day uh, receiving calls and stuff like that, another half a day I'm not, you know, and then on uh, Friday, the same thing. I try not to stack myself on Friday or sometimes not at all. You know, as a business person, you could be working 24-7, literally. Yeah. And so yeah. you have to make, just like you, you, you know, you're making time to make money and uh, yes. keep bringing in money, you have to put in budget and time to actually uh, – you know, be able to take a mental break and focus on yourself. Because a lot of times with women, we're focused on everybody else's stuff but our own. And, you know, last Uh year I spent a lot of hours, a lot of hours on on success last year. And I told the directors, I said, hey, you know, I'm not going to do that no more. I have to find a balance. I didn't focus and build up my own business. And that was my fault. That was nobody else's fault. So this year I shifted and I made sure that I built in time for my new businesses so that I can make sure that I am continuing with my prosperity while building uh-huh. people up and continue continuing to build up success as well. You have to budget in the time. I have a planner. I like the written version. A lot of people use the digital planners. I like the uh, written one. I take time every year about this time. I start looking for the planner that I want to use and I write, I use it. I block off my time. So, so yeah, you got to plan out time. And I'm going to tell you the other thing I do is that, um, my kids and I, uh, I finally just said, I like traveling. You know, I like traveling, and I I've always talked about it, but I wasn't doing it right, and so uh-huh. um, so I have finally uh, just said, you know, if it's just me and my adult children, I'm gonna get on a I'm gonna get on a flight somewhere. So of course, when COVID hit, uh, where was I? In Spain and Greece. Oh my! <laughs> just, <laughs> what, a, what a
3: place I- to be, huh? <laughs>
2: Lord,
1: I was in grief when that call came, and we all heard that the president had said, "If you don't get back to, if you don't get back to America, basically, it sounded like he was locking us out." So uh, uh-huh. that was the quickest. That was the quickest packing up of my stuff. We were at the airport, uh, flying to Spain, so we can get back home within an hour oh, and a my. half. Uh, uh, oh, but I can honestly tell you the time that I spend with them and in the travel, you know, even if we only get to do it once a year, it's worth it. Uh, you get to catch up with each other and spend time traveling. And I, you know, my husband and I, we spend time you know, uh, going and checking on family and stuff as well because we think it's important uh, to be a part of um, our lives, that we, we spend time with our, you know, checking up on people and Uh, going and spending some time with our kids and stuff like that. So that's critical. That helps you with balancing out your life and feeling uh, at least somewhat complete in what you're doing.
0: That's good. Well, I think that everybody, you know, the audience needed to really hear that, Uh, especially for people uh, that are entrepreneurs and busy people. You still need a balance. With your personal life as well as your first professional life, and you just share with us, the audience, exactly how you do it. You make time, you take trips with your family, you do it, and still have a balance with your professional mm-hmm. life. So that's that's really really good. Now, Karen, what is what's next on your uh, your your next project? I know you're working on your on your book, uh, but what else is in in the mix that the audience needs to know?
1: So um, I'm definitely, so my coaching has become, uh, you know, I've decided to, instead of doing just individual coaching, I'm rolling out my group coaching program on how to plan profitable events, uh, virtual and in-person. Uh, I tell people, you know, people think, oh, virtual is just getting on Zoom and you plan a conference from there. No. Uh, virtual virtual a real virtual conference that has the look and feel of in person uh, takes time and it can be very profitable but you've got to know how to do that so uh, I am employing people if you want to do that and you want to be successful you know contact contact me because I'm starting group program and of course I'm doing individual coaching as well um, I just plan to do, uh, you'll see um, the, some of the conferences that I've done that I'll be bringing back as well, like Level Up, that will be coming in earlier uh, earlier next year. Uh, I'm going to do um, something smaller towards the end of the year uh, as far as the conference, because those are the kind of things that I, I know I'm going to be doing no matter what. Of course, focused on the book project and working with clients such as yourself and others and helping them be yeah. successful as well.
0: Yeah. So
1: um, bigger and better. I'm doing some speaking. I'm uh, as well. You'll see me at uh comeback, comeback champions uh, summit. Uh, I just got asked to speak at a, a couple of other conferences as well. I'll be speaking this Thursday uh, on a uh, success summit series, which is another. Uh, another team called Power Up Team, so uh, you'll see me doing a lot more of that as well. So people, if, if anybody wants to connect with me, uh, you can connect with me uh, at my new business page, Current Cherry. You, uh, you can also connect with me at my new um, Facebook group. That's the other place that I'm going to be putting energy, uh, bringing on people, to pour in the people and teach people different things, uh, bringing on some speaker development people, branding and uh, PR, that type of people, because I do know a lot of people need help with those those type of subjects. And uh, so I'll be bringing that into my uh, group, uh, K-Connection. I also have a podcast, uh, K-Connection, okay. K-Connection with Kern Cherry. So you can look okay, for that I in like the it. next two weeks. Yes. And, you know, awesome. as it says, it's all about connecting. So um, yes. so anybody that's interested, uh, just either inbox me on one of my social media pages, Kern Cherry or Kern Crockett Cherry, K Connection Group. Uh, you'll also find some things other PR and home care. My favorite, favorite, favorite site is Link. If you're not on LinkedIn, get on LinkedIn. It is a platform, especially for business. Uh, I have made major connections with sponsorships, interviews, uh, podcasts, radio shows, all that on LinkedIn, because that's where people do business. Everybody, all the Walmart executives, people like that are on LinkedIn. So go get a, be a part of LinkedIn. I have over... Twenty-two thousand people follow me on LinkedIn.
0: It is a great platform. That's so awesome.
1: definitely, yeah. So so yeah. So I'm I, I'm the podcast is going to definitely be a focus of mine. Uh, I'll be looking for guests. Come share your story, uh, and so I'll uh, be rolling that out in the next couple of weeks. So I'm glad you asked me.
0: Okay. Well, awesome. So everybody got that. The KK Connection is coming with our new uh, podcast. So, Kern, repeat one more time how people can find you. Okay. So, first you
1: can go to my website, CoachKern.com. CoachKern.com. You can also find me on any social media platform, anywhere from, as you just heard me talk about earlier, I'm on TikTok, I'm on uh, Snapchat, I'm on Uh, uh, Instagram I'm on Twitter I'm on Pinterest all those platforms you can find me under either Kern Cherry Kern Crockett Cherry on PR and Home Care LinkedIn being my favorite definitely join me over there because that's one of my favorite sites Uh, you can also just uh, if you're interested in being a speaker at Success So I'm going to go back and say Success Conference it's virtual. We will be international this year, okay? So if you have not signed up, it's free. The first level is free. You'll get everything you want for free. Now, if you want to step it up and be a part of a mastermind or an intimate moment session, now that is an additional cost. Go to successconference.info. Register right now, successconference.info. And we are still looking for speakers. You can either inbox me or you can go to successconference.info and apply there. There's also another link that I'll be glad to send to you because we are finalizing speakers. As I said before, people like Miss Tess Timms is joining yes, us. I'm as well as we have. Yes, because you're ju- look, you're joining in with Dr. George C. Frazier. Forbes Riley, uh, Sharon Lecter, co-author, who is co-author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's right. The book that you've known about for years, she is yes. the co-author of that book. We also have Dr. Stripling, We have Dr. Cheryl Wood. We have Dr. Sherry Wood. We have Black CEO. That's Trevor Ott. Uh, Shay Brown. E.R. Spaulding. Uh, We also have Pam Perry, Dr. Stacey, uh, Grant. I mean, there are so many people. Lisa Lieberman-Wang, who who comes from the uh, Tony Robinson tribe. So we have some people that are coming. Bill Walsh, who has his own tribe, Power Team. Eric Swanson, who also has his own tribe, Habitat Warriors. These people are speaking on the international stage all the time and they're coming to success and they're going to spend time with our people. You'll get some intimate moments if you sign up for that and really get to kind of connect to these powerhouse people who will be pouring into our people. You don't want to miss it. It is a great opportunity to be a speaker You will be able to elevate your own platform by becoming a part of success. So if you really want to do that, you can inbox me or just go to success, and we will follow up with you there. So thank you, Tess. Thank you for asking. Thank you for allowing me to share with the group. Uh, Always happy to share.
0: Well, I'm so excited to have you. Karen Sherry, guys, I mean, she is a – the queen of butts and the sleeves. She is awesome. You guys got a chance to hear her story, just what she had to bring to the world. Now, I'm going to open it up for questions for anybody who wanted to ask Kern Sherry uh, a few questions. So uh, let's open the line up. Hello. Hello.
3: Hello. Hi, I'm Connie Lyons from Bay St. Louis, and I know you two wonderful women, and this has hey, been Connie. an awesome... Hi, um, current. Oh, my God. Um, this has been awesome. Um, I heard from God tonight <laughs> through you um, saying create a, another stream of income. I've always um, thought that, you know, I was at burnout for ministry, ministry. Um, starting up the jewelry business again um, to the point to where I was laying in the bed and it was all nice and relaxed and I was like, I'm up, I'm at the table, I took notes uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I kind of started procrastinating um, on yesterday was Monday because I had set a goal every Monday I'm going to do a new piece of jewelry in Every Wednesday, I'm going to do a new piece of jewelry. And so um, I jumped up today, and I was like, you know what? I kind of got that um, in, the, in the good um, vehicle moving. But what is it that I could do for another stream of income? And you also gave me confirmation about just, you know, do It doesn't take a lot of money because that's been my thing. And so my question for you is, when the door is closed, Um, Because I heard you say that, you know, you knew that um, your business for the adult daycare, you knew, you know, when it was, when it wasn't making any money, it doesn't make any sense. So when the door closed on that business, um, you didn't hesitate from what I heard. But um, was it scary? Um, Was it, um, you know, a joy? You know, how did you feel? And. What would be some partners for me to say? You know, what it's time for me to close some doors, and my doors is just really um, procrastination, doubt, and um, I don't have enough money to do this for what I want to do.
1: So, Connie, what? So, what are your businesses again?
3: Um, to um start a, a jewelry business, um, fashion jewelry. Um, mm-hmm. I've been um, creating a lot of pieces, and I've always, and that was my very first business. And I closed that door, and I went to beauty school, I met Tess, and um, then I'm in full time ministry. But I know that uh, there's something else that I have to do to create streams of income because the type of ministry that I am in is outreach, and a lot of funding doesn't come um, through for me for a, a pay, a paid job because. What I'm doing is um, in the community and it, it has not as of yet developed into a paying investment um, for me. So I'm trying to not try. I am creating uh, revenue. And so
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, my question was when when that door closed, how did you feel? Was it a relief? Was it scary? Um, and then what would be um, something for me? And I'm not saying I'm never going to close the door to ministry. That's absolutely a no. I'm saying no to always doing something totally for free.
1: Oh, that, that's, that's it. E- easy conversation. Yeah, shut it down. Uh, <laughs> if you're not making money, you definitely got to stop this. You The ministry for God, that's a whole different thing, right? But he didn't mean for us to be poor. That is not what God wow. set us out to You know, he has planted seeds inside of you. And, and so a lot of times as women, we get caught up with just, you know, as my husband often say, we do uh, what we call just lateral stuff. Same thing, not really elevating ourselves. We're doing the same, 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 at the same level as the other thing that we were doing. So mm-hmm. everything that you are doing can make money. Number one, mm-hmm. you probably should be doing a coaching, some type of coaching program.
0: I noticed mm-hmm. I
1: told somebody earlier today, down in in the south where we are, a lot of us haven't been in tune to uh, coaching. We we didn't. Most of us didn't even see the reason. Why would you even hire a coach, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But you can take your business and 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 create something where you're coaching somebody else, or coaching, or creating classes. Now I don't, not talking about that free stuff that everybody does. Uh, That Mm -hmm. to me, free stuff is promo. That's just promotion. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to do something where you're actually teaching somebody how to do something and they're paying you to do it. And I'm not talking about a mm-hmm. couple of hundred here and there. You know, I'm talking about what is your time worth. So several mm-hmm. of us, I know Texas has too. i I've hired coaches to help me. I, You know, I'm a coach. I've hired a coach to help me elevate what I teach people because I mm-hmm. have given away my stuff for free many a time. Mm-hmm. And it's time that I stop doing it for free and monetize it. You know, the other statement that I made, I did a a thing on this the other day called closed mouths don't get fed. Well, Uh you you don't know that people would pay for what you have to offer because you have not asked,
2: right?
3: Uh You have Uh not
1: created a situation for them to pay you. Most of the time, we just say, well, I know they can't pay, so I'm not going to ask. I'm going to just offer it for free. You got to start charging real money for what you do. Uh, yeah. and, I can, and to elaborate, to answer your question, you know, our businesses are our So initially it hurts. But at the end of the day, it became relief. Because Mm -hmm. I wasn't making the money I needed to make from it. It was draining my other business. And I look back at it and I say, I should have closed it a year earlier. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. the reality is, if it's not producing, and you you should set Mm -hmm. goals and say, if this is not producing, I need to put this down and try something else. And then I Mm -hmm. highly suggest that you create a few revenue-generating business. Revenue generating business. Right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you can use, use this time while you got everybody captivated, you know, and I'ma tell you I'm gonna tell you another thing about the jury stuff. Um, you can use this time to use the um get online and and do some free demonstrations and stuff like that to draw people in to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to use that use this digital media to your advantage. And I can tell you, I have a friend that's artistic as far as creating stuff, and he's a mm-hmm. photographer. Um,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and he decided during COVID that he was gonna create jewelry. I, I was wow. I, before I knew it, he was creating pieces. I'm like, how you doing? He fell. I sold this, that, and this, that. I'm like, oh my god! I
0: I said, you're doing pretty good. He said, yeah. He said,
1: I, I, you know, he's, he's, I mean, just turning over money hand, hand over fist. People think people don't have money to spend, but people have money to spend. They just spending on what they want to spend on. They, they're not paying, they're not paying you because you're not asking to get paid. That's it. If you put a price on it, you'd be surprised how many people would pay for what you your services that you're already offering for free yeah absolutely so uh, there are many businesses inside of ministry because ministry is a business in itself and so um I, like I said, I often tell people, you know build a coaching program. that's number oh. one if you're if you are teaching, Speaking, writing, whatever you should definitely have a coaching program. If you're you have a business, if you have a business, you should be speaking, and you definitely should have a coaching program. And if you hadn't done a book anthology, you should definitely do that as well. There are just yeah. so many things that we just take for granted that could make us money, but we we give it away. We get we make the decision that that person can't pay the person and make the decision we made the decision that they uh-huh. can't afford to pay, yeah. But wow. they can pay just like we all go get our hair, our nails, and all that done and pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for it and traveling and all that. Uh, so yeah, people can pay for what you have. You need to sit down one day, is what I did last year, and I wrote down. I let God tell me these are the things you need to do. And I wrote them down. I came up with a plan.
0: All right.
1: And and then I walked in the plan. Yes,
0: indeed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow. Well, uh, Connie, did she answer your question? I don't hear her.
2: Okay. Well,
0: I think we must have just got cut off. Well, okay. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Karen, for answering her questions. Uh, Connie, okay. I hope that that you you benefited from that, and in the audience, uh, people that are out there listening, thank you, benefited from something that that Karen just shared with Connie. Connie, Lyons. Well, no, thank Connie you. You still just on?
3: Yes, I'm Connie. here.
0: Okay, we didn't hear you. Okay. Well good. I'm I, watched, was I was saying, saying thank you
3: that? Um, for that. Oh, you're
0: welcome. <laughs> I hope it helped. It did. <laughs> okay. Awesome. We have time for one more caller. Uh, someone else wanna ask our uh, current sherry a question.
2: Hello, this is uh i Um all the way from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. It's good to hear both of you am like not so, uh-uh, yes. do it also. <laughs> Um, I always get to hear from uh, B, Ms. Kearns. Uh, Cherry, what would your, be your best advice for someone starting out newer as far as networking events um, for them to be profitable and also um, to engage audiences um, to start out small? What would your best advice be? Are
1: you asking about how would you promote yourself or are you asking about the, elaborate a little bit on
2: that. As far as uh, because we are in the virtual, I see a lot of different virtual com- conferences that are happening and are coming up. What would your best advice be to you if, if it was your first one that you were um trying to promote and, and trying to uh, get together as far as to create? Okay, okay. So
1: creating your own virtual event. Um, so you definitely want to you you definitely want to make a plan so that so a lot of people uh, create these events, and they just think, I'm going to put a, something out there, graphics, and it's just going to happen. So, Mavis, you've seen uh, some of the events I've done where we brought teams of people in. We recruited ambassadors to help us promote the event. That's, that's one of the things you want to do. You want to do, of course, all the standard stuff, the event page, all that uh, stuff as well. But you gotta get your visuals. People respond to that, um, and know this. your bubble, uh, and I, we call it a bubble. When you're promoted, you're you're only able, and this is what people don't realize. If you only got a, a couple of thousand people following you on on Facebook, that's as far as your uh, your reach is gonna go, unless you buy ads. So you got to do different things. There's a whole list of stuff that you know I do to promote events, but that would probably be the biggest thing is that you need to buy ads. You you got to get outside of your bubble. You got to get you got to do stuff. You got to do something that people can see to register for your event. Uh, and uh, as far as bringing in, the other thing is bringing spe- speakers who have what I call butts behind them, right? Uh So you want to have a few of those. You don't want to just have – you want to look at how you select your speakers. It's a part of the process that I do. I make sure that I have some people that put butts
0: in the seat. Okay. Awesome. All right. Did that answer your question, Mavis?
2: Yes, thank you very much. It was very um enlightening and encouraging for me to get get started.
1: Yes, ma'am. Well, you know, you know what I do maybe. You know I teach people how to create profitable events. I want to make sure that people don't just do, look, don't have a, don't have just a big party. You need to make right. money. If you don't make money, it don't make sense.
2: That's right, and um, I would like to say for the uh, the success conference, I went for the first time last year for anybody who's listening, and it literally changed my life um, as far yeah. as being an entrepreneur, to just elevate my brand. So I would just say that, so I'm not just um, saying it as I am an ambassador, but I'm, I'm saying
0: it did literally
2: change my life for the better in a matter of months. Uh, this year is totally different from last year because I went to the conference and attended and took in the knowledge and network um, during the conference. So thank you very much, Ms. Turner.
1: Oh, yes, and we will have plenty of people pouring in, adding knowledge into your life, and we will have networking, because, you know, I don't believe in having something without networking at this conference, too. Awesome. You well, don't wow. look at So I want to add this. Even though we're virtual, networking is still essential you have to network you have to network you got to get on those lines put your makeup get your hair right get on these uh these uh virtual events show your face be seen and make a comment if you can and then when they do them breakout rooms make sure you're one of the first two people saying i'm so and so and this is what i do i love to connect and let's collaborate Always get on, and if you get a chance to become a speaker, sign up. It is essential. It will help you build your brand at a very fast pace.
0: Awesome. Wow. Thank you so much, Terrence. Mavis, thank you for asking the question. Guys, this is the end of our show, The Test Zone. I want to thank you. Kern, Sherry, for being our guest tonight. Kern, you have really, really um, made my night. I'm sure you made a whole lot of other people' night. <laughs> so, so, I, I want to <laughs> repeat again how to, how people can find you. Kern, tell us one more time.
1: Well, you can go to my website, coachkern.com. Coachkern.com. I'm a shout out to Rita who built that website. Fabulous website. Um, in addition, you can also find me Kern Cherry, Kern Crockett Cherry, or PR in home care on most social media sites. My favorite being LinkedIn, of course, followed by Facebook and Instagram. And in addition to that, you can just you can you can text me, two two eight two three nine one eight six seven. We are looking for speakers. Make sure to sign up for Success Conference. Success Women's Conference at SuccessConference.info. SuccessConference.info. We are finalizing all speakers, so if you hadn't signed up, I suggest that you did. Thank you again for having me, Tess, uh, and thank you, ladies and Connie, for the question. All
0: thank right. you. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you so much, Kern. And guys, stay tuned for next week, Chess Zone. Radio show internationally known. So, guys, thank you all uh, for listening, and I have a wonderful evening.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Thank